one. Folks, we have officially hit the point where I don't even remember how many weeks we haven't had sports. I don't even know what baseball is anymore. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we're going to talk all about CC Sabathia's uh, swole new look, uh, the MLB Players Association, and the owners go toe-to-toe on is there going to be a season this year and how it looks. Plus, a couple of NFL players got in trouble with the law this weekend. I know, what else is new? But we're going to talk all about that as well. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the show, we usually talk sports stuff. Well, we're still going to talk sports stuff today. I shouldn't imply that you you know what I mean. Um, Of course, there's no sports, so we're going to just talk about what's going on in the the news of sports. The sports news is kind of where our focus has been. There's no actual games to talk about, discuss, no cool plays. Did you see that radical throw by Andy Dalton? I don't know why he was the first name to pop into my head, but he was, and I'm proud of that. Okay, my goodness. If you like what you hear today... Find me on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, and the Twitter. Just type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. And then uh, you could also find me on SoundCloud, twi- Twitter. Uh, that That's not what I meant to say. You can find me on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Spotify. That's right. That's our new home. We're on the Spotify. Woo, woo. All right. What do we want to talk about this week? Uh, well, there's a couple things. Um, I had a good weekend. Did you guys have a... Have a good weekend as well. You know, it's uh, it's it's weird this whole COVID thing. Um, this whole COVID thing that's been going on is really, I don't know about you, it's throwing me for a loop. I, I'm I'm having a hard time remembering what day it is. I don't like I said, I, I don't even know when the last time I saw a sport was. I know there was UFC this weekend, so that was a th- that was a thing. Too bad nobody was watching. <laughs> but you know, at a time like this, tempers tempers are flaring high. I know my my wife and I right now we uh, put in an offer on a house this weekend. Oh, we're still waiting to find out if it's gonna come in or not. So please wish us luck, and uh, you'll have to wait until next week, unless you know me personally, uh, which most of my fans do because because we don't have a lot of fans on this show, and that's okay. I like when my I like my friends that listen in. Thanks, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, uh, I should note that uh, we we have about oh, fifty to a hundred or so, uh, maybe even more, two hundred or so listeners per episode. That's right. We we do get a, a good number of listeners. Yeah, I know we're not the thirty for thirty podcast and and uh, chick chicklets. What's the one losing chicklets? I don't I don't even know. Uh, but we do, we do get a number of uh, of listeners. Our YouTube channel, not so much. We only get like one or two listeners on YouTube, 
We get like three on YouTube and then like 150 to 200 on all our other, uh, po- on the podcasting app. So I always find that interesting. Uh, somebody who is uh, pretty upset about this whole thing, Ratko Gudis. Yeah. So Ratko Gudis was at a, a golf tournament in Bar- Baroon, is that how you say that? In the Czech Republic this weekend. Uh, and was asked about the NHL season returning. Now Gudis uh, is, a, is a pretty important defender defenseman, let's say, for the Washington Capitals. Um, So his thoughts on the season, and this this is his quote, quote, I think we shouldn't play when the whole world is canceling seasons. Hockey would be the only sport trying to power through it like this. They wouldn't let us go to the Olympics so we wouldn't get injured, but they want to keep the NHL season running in these times. If we kept playing, our sport would be swimming against the current a bit. Money is money. It's what currently makes the world go round. It's a bit sad that they're waiting to risk. They're willing to risk the health of so many players for money. Don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of things that are right about this statement. Obviously, the NHL is doing this about money. And yeah, when the players go to the Olympics and nobody's paying them to do it and they get injured, it stinks for the billionaires that own these teams. Hence why they try to they stop players from going to the Olympics. Um, his the fear here, and and he goes on to say, if one guy gets is infected, basically the whole league has it in a week. Given how they're planning to have everyone play against everyone, one stupid stumble, and you can cancel it all again. Now, he's not wrong here. Uh, they just they, they have to be careful about how they do this. And you know what? Okay, so one guy gets it. Everybody gets shut down for two weeks, and then you go back into it. You know, there's a lot of logistics that go into bringing the season back, which is why they're taking so long to make a decision here. Um, <clears throat> however, he does say that NHL is the only sport trying to do this, and that is not true at all. Maybe overseas, I, I could, I can't speak for the Czech Republic, but uh, the NBA, MLB, they're close to returning. NFL's planning to just, to just be there. Uh, and look at Taiwan. Baseball is Bigger than ever over there. Yeah, you got robots in the seat. Yay, good game. Nice ball hit. I'm assuming that's what robots in Taiwan say. Although I guess they don't speak English, but whatever. Um, the other thing he went on to say is that he's probably not returning to the Washington Capitals because they have a lot of young guys who are going to be eating up a lot of their money. So who knows? But uh, Radko, Radko running his mouth. All right. CeCe Sabathia. Now... CC is very well known for being a big boy, and that's okay because he pitched great. There was one season where you know he quit drinking and he really got his life together. He's I'm gonna lose weight, and he looked fantastic, but he couldn't pitch for his life. So all that extra weight is really what helped propel the ball forward. I don't really know, but it was it was a force of nature. And then what happens? He uh, the next season comes back, and he's big again, and he wasn't amazing. We're not talking Cy Young candidate, but he pitched pretty darn well for the rest of his career. So, CeCe Sabathia this weekend, I think he lost, God, I don't even know how many pounds, but he posted a picture of himself, and holy cow, the dude looks like Kimbo Slice. I, like, he looks terrifying. <laughs> no, he, Good for him, though. Good for you, CeCe. Proud of you, uh... Getting, getting that demon monkey off your back and uh, hope you feel better. You know, I, uh, I hope that uh, you don't have as much creaking in your knees and 
feel nice and strong and big. I, I got to give him credit. He lost a lot of weight, a lot of weight. All right, so baseball, baseball's coming back, and it it could be ugly. You know, the the MLB Players Association has a lot of power in this league. You know, we've had a baseball strike before. Um, there's every couple of years, there's threats of a strike, and there's been a big one blooming, looming, blooming. Yeah, kind of both. Both words work. Um, yeah, next year uh, they were supposed to renegotiate um, renegotiate terms with the league. Uh, so there's already the fear that this next season there could be no baseball. But there's the fear of this season there could be no baseball. Two years without baseball, that's going to kill the league and a lot of these teams. You know, yeah, we've had a season, a half season without baseball before because of a strike, but nothing like this. So MLB is ready to go. And just to to put it in broad terms, this is the proposal for returning to play. So revenue-wise, it would be a 50-50 split um, for the 2020 season. You'd have an 82-game schedule instead of the standard 162. Uh, you'll, they would start in mid June with spring training and then an early July opening day. Makes sense. Uh, the postseason would be expanded to 14 teams rather than the typical 10. I'm not sure the reasoning for this, uh, I guess because they're playing less games down the stretch. So it gives more of those bubble teams a chance, uh, games played in games will be played in any home stadium where it's allowed. Uh, so a team like the Yankees, it might be a tough bet in uh, New York having baseball. Uh, designated hitters in both leagues. That's right. National League will have to go with the designated hitter. That's an interesting prospect because, you know, National League guys, they are dead firm on the uh, on the pitcher getting in at bat. And I, I like the idea, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's – if there's – I just – it stinks to have a player injured, a pitcher injured, because they can't hit. And most pitchers, most pitchers, there are some who can hit decently well, but most pitchers can't hit at all. And so, why even throw them out there? I, I just, I don't know. Uh, we're not going to get that's a that could be a whole episode right there. Uh, and then some of the other things proposed is that the games would only be played against your divisional rivals. And the NL corresponding division. So what that means is, uh, let's. So again, I'll use the Yankees as an example. The Yankees would play the AL East and the NL East. So teams like the Mets, the Phillies, Braves, Nationals that they wouldn't normally play. Now they're going to be playing a whole lot, and that's going to hurt because you have a lot of really good teams in both those divisions. You know, obviously of the Yankees, the Rays are are uh, are, are a perennial contender at least for, for a wild-card spot or even to get in. Um, the Red Sox could ever always be up and down. You never know, even though they had a rough year last year. Um, then you have, like, the Mets are always a bubble team. You have the Nationals that are the defending champions. You have the Braves that are usually the champions of the NL East. And uh, and the Phillies, the Phillies are looking really good right now. There are a lot of people who think the Phillies could uh, at least make the postseason. Maybe not in this plan or proposal. We'll see. So it's going to be a lot of tough games uh, for both of those, both of those uh, divisions. It really suck if you're the Blue Jays, right? <laughs> um, and then they, I think they would expand the roster up to 30 active players, and no, of course, no fans in the stadium. So that's the proposal. Um, the players are probably going to be okay with most of it, but the 50-50 split. 
is not going to work. Um, you know, there's no, there's no salary cap system in baseball, which is why these, these baseball players can, can sign absurdly huge contracts, hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of like eight years. So a split revenue like that works really well in the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, because they have a salary cap, no salary cap in, in baseball. So this is going to severely limit how much some of these players are making. Um, and MLB is bringing in a lot less revenue because it's estimated that about 40% of their revenue comes from concessions, tickets, um, and any other, I guess, gate-related income, right? Anything else that, that has fans in the seats. So MLB is taking a, pay, a, a huge hit by not having fans, right? But they have their very lucrative TV deals. Players are getting a hit because they have to. It's this this fifty fifty revenue split, so it's going to be interesting. You know, players are also concerned about testing. They need to make sure that that there's ample testing, and really, that's been a problem not just in in the sports world but throughout all of the America, um, the United States of America, I should say. Uh, testing for Corona has not been easy. And uh, one of the other rules, I thought this was funny, no spitting, no spitting for you, for those players. So uh, keep your sunflower seeds and tobacco at home, boys. Uh, Now, another interesting proposal came up, and this one is less serious because it comes from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bryce Harper. So Bryce Harper posted this on Instagram the other day, and it's, it's not bad. Hello. I just flicked my wire around. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I flicked my wire around. All right. Let's come on. Come on. Let's focus, Nick. It's getting late here. All right. Um, so Bryce Harper's idea is this. They'd separate the, the Major League Baseball into an East and West, like the NBA and NHL. 30... Jul- what? Oh, he broke down the amount of days. So you have 31 days in July, 31 in August, 30 in September, 31 in October, 15 games or so in November, and then you can have 135 games. He said you can have an off day every two weeks on Monday and Sunday doubleheader, seven innings, you know. Uh, Expand the rosters to 30, which they're already talking about doing. Possibly have a six-man rotation to save arms. Um, and that's really if the pitchers were interested in that, you know, if he even put, if not, it's, it's no big deal. Uh, DH. And then, uh, in the playoffs, he said basically like a two weeks world series, he called it super bowl week, 10 teams, round robin tournament, kind of like college world series. Um, you could do it in, in the new Texas stadium or whatever stadiums are best. Uh, yeah, so he was basically saying you do a three-game series, winner moves on. If you're the loser, you play in like a one-game wild card, which is how the College World Series does it. Um, it's it's not a bad idea. He said you could do Vegas because you have all the strip hotels, but of course it, it gets pretty crazy down there, a lot of people. Um, and then once you have two teams left, you can go to a typical seven-game World Series. It's an interesting thought, Bryce. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and it's fun. You know, it could be a fun idea. So... I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I just really hope that there is baseball this year. Because, again, I don't want to go into next season with the fear of because of the um, you know, the union and, and all the struggles and whatnot. And realistically, 
what hasn't been discussed is at what point do you feel comfortable going to a stadium? Certain people, myself included, might be less inclined to go to one for at least a year, or at least there's a vaccine. This could be common practice for the next year or two. And so while they're trying to get something on the field court ice now, what's going to happen after the season, into next season? Could be two years before we're really seeing baseball and and basketball and all those things the way we want to see them in person, in the seats, heckling, booing, and a big beer, and maybe nachos. I'm more of a cheesesteak guy, but of course that's a Philly thing, so... If you're not in Philly, don't get a cheesesteak at your uh, sports stadium. What's the matter with you? That's like that's like getting a New England clam chowder in Arizona. Do, do they eat clam chowder at like Red Sox games? I really hope they do because that would just be hilarious. <laughs> I got my clam chowder. That would, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what voice that was. All right, we're going to move on now. All right, (laughs) looking at baseball, basketball, looking at basketball. So uh, all the big name stars, you know, the ones you've heard of, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, uh, they have all agreed that they do not want to cancel the season. There's a big, um, I guess, a big meeting between the NBA's elite players, you know, the people who really run the league, (laughs) control where everybody goes. There's like a whole secret society. Um, But... None of them want to see the season canceled. They've worked hard. They're really close to the end. Uh, And I think the consensus was we could just go straight into a... um, Straight into a tournament. Straight into a playoff. You know, with basketball... I say I, I say this a lot, but you know the one seed, the two seed, the three seed, and, and most of the times the four seed. You know, the higher seeds usually win the first round. You know, there's not many surprises until you get to, like, the second, third, and fourth round of the playoffs. So, realistically, you could effectively just have four four teams from each league. I know they'll never go for this, but I'm just saying. You could effectively have four teams from each league and, and have a pretty accurate uh, description of what's going to happen. Um, in fact, I, I, when, when is the last time a, a less than four seed won won a championship. I'm not sure. We'd have to uh, we'd have to look into that. Um, so yeah, the league is very hopeful that possibly something can happen. Again, still no details. We're waiting to find out if they have the ability to uh, protect players' safety during this whole thing. Uh, Zion Williamson. So uh, Zion's um, former marketing agent, Gina Ford, is suing him um, after the... After claim due to claims that um, the family was receiving impermissible benefits, or what would be considered impermissible benefits by the NCAA, uh, she is suing him for a hundred million dollars in punitive damages, um, and hoping that they admit to to this. Uh, but we will never really know. She could just be upset because uh, Williamson signed with a different agency, CAA, uh, and. Who knows? We'll find out. I think uh, I think it might be some time until we hear that. But Coach K could be disposed. So um, deposed. He could be uh, called into court. Aaron Rodgers uh, wants to retire a Packer, 
but he knows it's out of his control. You know the whole drama with them them trading up and drafting Jordan Love in the first round instead of getting a receiver to put around Aaron Rodgers, your future Hall of Fame quarterback. This is starting to look a lot like Brett Favre. Of course Brett Favre wanted to retire a Packer. Of course he did. But he was getting on an age, didn't want to retire. They had this young guy named Aaron Rodgers who they thought could possibly be a really, really good. He turned out to be much better than anyone expected, um, or at least much better than I expected, and, and I think most folks. Um, and now it's like the story returns. So Jordan Love could be the future? Who really knows? Um, and Aaron Rodgers could be on his way out the door. I think he still has this season under contract, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Bill Oliver of the Buffalo Bills was arrested uh, on a DWI and weapon charges in Texas this weekend. Ed, come on, man. What are you doing out there? Drinking? He's probably just, I'm, I'm just picturing him like driving with his knees, one gun out the window, shooting at the, at the world and just a giant beer in his hand, glugging away. Um... (laughs) The other, the other story was uh, Quentin, Quentin Dunbar, D- Dunbar and uh, DeAndre Baker. Uh, they turned themselves in on robbery charges. You know, that was the whole story last week. Um, and really, this whole thing got me thinking is like, why, why, are all, why do all these NFL players get in trouble? Like, why, you know, very rarely in other leagues we hear about people beating their spouses, uh, hitting their children, uh, you know, breaking it, you're making millions of dollars. They broke into somebody's house and stole what 70 grand worth of stuff. Is that what I saw? Something like that. Oh, they were taking, okay. Yeah. They were taking money and valuables from attendees at a party. They stole $70,000 worth. These dudes are making over a million dollars. What do you need the 70,000 for? Why? Why? So the problem is, is that, you know, a lot of these guys, first off, they're young. You know, yes, they're, they're grown men. Yes, some of them have college degrees. I, I think most end up getting drafted 20 or 21. So some of them end up with a, a real college degree and some of them do not. Um, so, but, but even, you know, some of them come from, you know, areas of the world where there's high crime. They have a lot of friends, maybe, that uh, encourage them to do these things and surround themselves with the best people. So, yeah, these young millionaires, you know, 21 years old, suddenly gets millions and millions of dollars because they're, you know, they have some athletic skill. Uh, they're, I don't know, what else are they going to do? <laughs> I just find the whole thing absurd, though, like, why why did they need to steal all of that money? What are they going to do with it? Why did they think they could get away with it? I don't know. And and uh what was the other thing I was going to say? Marijuana is also a big issue in the NFL. Yes, it is legal in most uh in most states and areas uh of the world now, but um still technically it is a banned substance by the NFL. So these guys are doing the marijuana and uh, getting into trouble. I don't know. Just uh, I just I just find that stuff to be interesting. You know why is it? You know you don't hear about that as much in other leagues. You know I can think of of rare cases players who got in trouble. I mean look at um, oh what's his name on the on the Yankees last year who uh, was banned for slapping his girlfriend. I think 
Um, you know, you have Patrick Kane who beat up a Patrick Kane beat up a taxi driver in Buffalo with a baseball bat. <laughs> That's a true story. Look that one up. <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't laugh. That's that's it's not funny. Not funny at all. But uh, you just you just don't hear about it as much as you do with football. Maybe CTE is is a factor. You know these guys. You know if they've been playing football their whole lives, getting hit over and over and over. It's not like you get to the NFL and it's just within that ten year span. Some of these guys lose their minds much earlier, and that could be part of it too. Is the CTE thing lowering their inhibitions? Um, regardless, that's, uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I don't know. Uh, regardless, you know, some of these players, I hope, I hope you guys, Baker and Dunbar and and Ed Oliver find the light. It, It doesn't have to be Jesus. If that's not your thing, I get that. Find, find the light of the world that cleanses your palette of life. And then put it on the field and play some damn good football. All right, friends, that's all the time we have for today because that's all I had to talk about today. There's literally nothing to talk about. Um, special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content designer, web designer, web designer. We don't even have a website. Content designer, logo editor, and set designer of this show. She's my wife, and I love her. Thank you. Uh, the music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks as usual to our social media warriors, including Mary Kay Albert and Gary Albert. They listen every week, and so thanks for listening. Uh, and um, oh, and Joe Calabro, he's also a, a frequent listener as well. So thanks, Joe. Huh. You know, we're coming up to our 100th episode. I think this is 97, 98. I should know that. Hold on a second. We're going we're gonna to find out right now. We are in the super high 90s. Not just regular 90s, but like super high 90s. This is going to be 97, episode 97. So here's, here's my thing for you guys. For our 100th episode, you have a few weeks to do this. I want you to share with me your favorite sports moment. It can be anything. Any sports moment you want, we're going to have our 100th episode, big summer blowout. I don't know what it's going to look like. (laughs) There's not even going to be sports to talk about, but it's going to (laughs) happen. And it's going to be amazing. So, email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your favorite sports moment. You can also comment on this video. You can comment on any of our video, on our, our... uh, videos, Facebook page, all of those things. And, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and the YouTube. Just type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. That's me. Is that all I had? I think that's all I had. Once you go to those websites, like, share, comment, and Twitter at me. You also, you can subscribe. That's a thing the children do. Uh, I still don't have a TikTok, so don't try to tick or talk me. Although, uh, maybe I should get one of them. It's not like I'm doing anything else right now, right? I do, I mean, I am treating patients and all. You know, I'm, I'm physical therapisting somewhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all the time we have for today. So, thank you so much for joining us, friends. And I hope to see you next week. Number 100, we're coming up soon.